Welcome to a special episode of the Combat Food Podcast. I'm Corsho Straffi, and I'm here with Jessica, the official mom of the panel biter. Hi. Thanks for being on, Mom. You're welcome. You know, I've been doing this for about two years now, and uh, I had Dad on for not last Father's Day, but the Father's Day before. We did a, uh, a podcast. I've had Gage and Christian on for a brother podcast. Uh, the first time I have you on a podcast, and you're sick. I'm sick. You're high on Paul. But you always had a little favoritism towards your father, so. I'm trying to make yeah. this about your condition. You're trying to make this about our family. You love dad more. We're, right. we're not even a full minute in and you're bringing this shit up. What about your brother? Your other brother. Oh, Bennett? Oh, yeah, yeah he's been on plenty of podcasts. Okay. So, the, the hardest part about doing this episode isn't you. It's uh, looking for an appropriate comic book for Mother's Day. Because, uh... Big They're sp- all filthy. No, no, because, uh, big surprise, most comics are about fathers, I guess. What a shocker. <laughs> uh, but we have uh, an appropriate story here. We have uh, The Parent Trap, not the movie, uh, which is a story arc from the Super Sons uh, DC comic series. They just called The Ark, The Parent Trap. I saw a movie called The Parent Trap. It was a movie, though. When did you see it? What year was that? Was I'm it an old gonna, movie? I'm not going to give away my age. Because <laughs> there was the old movie, and then they remade it with the... the uh, the twins? The Olsen twins. Who tried to get their parents back together. Exactly. Is that what this is about, Raph? Because your dad and I have moved on. <laughs> Shut up. That's not what this is about, and that's not what the story's about either, which okay. is why the name doesn't really work. I mean, um, I know kids always try, but, you know. Yeah, 23 years later. It's yeah. been forever. It's yeah. been forever. He doesn't listen to this, so you're not going to... That's okay. <laughs> so, anyway. I don't want him to get upset. So, Super Sons is a book about Superboy and Robin, and the context behind these characters is a little bit convoluted, but because the story, the story is so short, I can kind of explain stuff. So, this Robin is the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Batman's had four Robins. How is that possible? What do you mean, how is it possible? The story about Batman and Robin. Yeah. All these years has been random Robins, like how the, movie, how the Superman movies are. Kind or of, Batman movies. I mean, There's a new Batman every time I see a movie. Well, yeah, but you know that's just because like actors get older and they don't want to dress up anymore and okay. put the eyeliner on. So does the storyline change per Robin? No, it's more like in sequence. So like when Batman, when so I say pick ba- up where the other Robin left off. Yeah, it's like when I say Batman had four Robins, I mean one grew up and did something else. Okay. So a little play by play. First Robin from like 1940s was Dick Grayson. He grew up to become a superhero called Nightwing, and now he's off doing his own thing. Uh, What's his own thing? His own thing is he leads a team called the Titans, which used to be the Teen Titans. The Teen Titans were like all... Is that a football team? No. No, actually. I think it is. No, you're thinking thinking Remember remember the Titans. Are all the Robins on a football team? No. That'd be cool, though. That'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Pro football. Pro football Robins, yeah. yeah. The first Robin, Dick Grayson, when he was Robin... That's just the dog drinking water. Um, when uh, he was on a team called the Teen Titans, which was just like all the, all the sidekicks got, got together and built a team together. Because it was like, we're all sitting hanging out with like our not parents. So we're still going to get together and do a team. But yeah, he grew up to be on Nightwing, and he led a team called the Titans, and he's my favorite superhero. Because obviously he was Robin, but he also grew up, so it was like... He's your favorite now? Yeah, Nightwing. Oh. He's always, he always was, because it was like, 
Robin's cool because he's like a kid superhero. And that's what I thought when I was a kid. And then when I grew up, I'm like, oh, shit, he grew up. That like never happens. Yeah, um, Yeah, the second... <laughs> I told you you could swear, so I'm just waiting. Um, the second Robin was Jason Todd. Okay. And his deal was... Um, his deal was that, like, he was kind of, like, a troublemaker, and he was, like, a street kid that was adopted by Batman. Mm-hmm. All right, dog's coming down. I gotta pause those. If you have a, if you hear a dog on recording, we have a dog here. This is, this is Sam, the official dog of the panel biter. He's been on podcasts in the background. Really? Yeah. Does he speak? No. He just makes weird He'll bark maybe yeah. once in a while. Um, He's a good boy. Yeah, so what is it? The second Robin was Jason Todd, who was a street kid, and, uh... He, like, accidentally killed a few people. How do you accidentally kill anybody? <laughs> well, Batman didn't believe it either. So Batman kind of just fired him as Robin. He's like, hey, listen, I'm going to give you some money. Shut up. To live. <laughs> he kicked him out of his house. He was like, no, I, I don't do this to kill people. In the movie? No, not in the movie. It's, in... All, it's all in the comics. Oh. Yeah, no, nothing... So, yeah. how did he accidentally... Who did he accidentally kill? Oh, like a criminal... Like, Batman and Robin, like, Jason was Robin, and they were fighting some criminals, and Robin was fighting this criminal alone, and so he just pushed him off of, like, a building. And Batman doesn't kill the criminals? What does he do with them? Put them in jail? Yeah. So. That's his one rule. In six months, they can bust out, and we have a new comic? Yeah. Okay. How else are we supposed to make sales? Okay. So, Jason was fired from being Robin. That's the dog slurping one. <laughs> Not his mom. <laughs> that's not my mom's slurping water. That's not how you drink out of a cup. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jason went on to get murdered by the Joker. Really? Uh-huh. Did that piss Batman off? Oh yeah. It was actually like a big change for Batman. Because they figure Batman's like maybe 30 at that point. He felt guilty. Yeah. because like I should have never fired that kid. Well, no. He's, he's like, I should have never, never adopted that kid. I should I never, I never should have made him Robin. He's like, I never should have put that kid in danger. So after that, he was like... I'm not doing the Robin thing anymore. Until like three years later when he does. But like, um, when Jason died, it was a big thing because you got to figure Batman's like 30 and at that point you would get over your parents' death. You would realize like, all right, I was a kid. There's nothing I could have done to save my parents. I could probably move on from that. But now there's... Could you move on from that? If I was like 30 and I... You could move on from your parents being gone? If, if, if I was 10 and my parents were murdered, I'd be traumatized. Be jacked up. I'd be traumatized, but I'd eventually realize there's nothing I could have done. Because I was a kid, and there was a guy with a gun. Like, it was different circumstances. But, point is, if Jason was dead... Would you save your dad first, or would you save me first? Like, I'm just curious. Like, if you had to choose, oh shit, I only have a few minutes, who am I going to save? You know what? Don't answer that. It's better for both of us. So, when Jason was dead, it was, it was kind of a, like, I hate to say it, it was kind of a good thing... Because it gave Batman a new motivation for being Batman. Now it wasn't about his parents anymore. It was about, like, avenging this kid. But, like, three years later, this other kid named Tim Drake came along who actively wanted to be Robin. His parents were both alive. He was a pretty normal kid. But he wanted to be Robin because he knew Batman, like, needed a Robin to make him better, basically. And he was Robin for the longest time. It, like, in, in publication, he was Robin for 25 years. He didn't age. He's not like a 45-year-old Robin or anything. Um, but he was around for the longest time. And then in like 2008, they invented the Robin we're talking about here, Damian Wayne. Now, mm-hmm. Damian is the only Robin to actually be Batman's son. I was just going to ask you about illegitimate children. Yes, he is, Ill- he is illegitimate. Batman has... Who's his mom? <laughs> Batman has this group of villains called the League of Assassins, mm-hmm. which are sometimes called the League of Shadows, but that's because it doesn't sound as silly. 
Um, but the person that leads the League of Assassins is this guy named Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. His name literally translates to Head of the Demon. <laughs> and he has this daughter named Talia Al Ghul. And Talia was in love with Batman. So he impregnated her? He, they had... he had to take his <laughs> plastic suit off. <laughs> no, he kept the mask on. He just Did he? Uh, when he fought Rachel Ghoul, they fought like in the desert, like sword. He fought fight. his dad. He f- he fought Talia's dad. And then impregnated dad. his kid. Yeah. The, the, Talia. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rachel Ghoul is like for one That's thing. That's a little bit of a stain on him, I think. <laughs> it's a stain on her. Kind of goes against his good guy. Persona. Well, that's because Rachel Ghoul was a villain. And Rachel, so you get back at him by having sex with his daughter. That's what I think happens. I mean, <laughs> no. that's, that's what really normally happens. Rachel Ghoul is like immortal because he has access to something called a Lazarus Pit, which mm-hmm. is essentially the Fountain of Youth. Yeah. So Rachel Ghoul's been around for like 30,000 years or so. Yeah. And so, like, not. Talia's been around for a long time too. Well, obviously, it's his kid. So, like. When Batman had sex with Talia, he didn't impregnate her. Was there a sex scene? No, there was no sex scene in the comic. It was, like, implied. You know in movies when they do, like, two people making out and then shot of, like, the fireplace to imply sex? Yeah, and there's, like, weird noises that sound like macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I imagine on set, someone's literally stirring the mac and cheese. Yeah, gross. Um, so gross. Yeah, but I think Talia, like, stole his semen and impregnated herself with it. Because she loved him so much that she thought if she had his kid... Because, like, they wanted Batman... I mean, yeah. to steal semen mm-hmm. is quite a job. Yeah. I've never done it, <laughs> but I would imagine... They didn't show that either, how no, she they... stole his semen? No, they just say she did it. From his wanker? From his wanker. I mean, he probably, like, you know, pulled out a bat cigarette and had to, like, lean back from... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Do you think his condoms have bats on them? I think she put a hole in a condom. <laughs> I can see that happening. That's what I think she did. Just a little pin, pin yeah. prick. Yeah, but like basically, she wanted to have Bruce's kids because uh, what is it? Raish wanted Batman to be part of the League of Assassins because he's essentially a ninja that just won't kill anyone. But he didn't want to join, so Talia was like, "All right, next best thing. I love this man. I'll have his kid, and if it's the child of Batman and me, it's going to be like the best assassin ever." So that's what Damien was, and Damien was raised by, in, by Talia. Batman didn't know who he was. So Talia raised Damien for like 10 years as an assassin. Like he killed his first person when he was six. But along with learning how to kill, he also learned like, uh, it's like he was homeschooled basically. And he had like this great education. He learned like philosophy and world history. So he's properly educated, but he's also like a former murderer. And that's an important part to his character. And it's part of the reason when he was created, Batman readers hated him. Batman readers did not like Why? Damien There's at all. a chance that he could become something different. Yeah, but when he showed up, that meant Tim couldn't be Robin anymore. Why? Be- because. Why can't they be Robin and Batman's son? Because Damien is a little... Baby Batman. Because da- Batman Jr. Because Damien's a little shit. A little he- B-man. When Damien showed up, he's like, all three of you are adopted. Like, get out of here. I'm Robin. I'm the true Robin. I'm the successor to Batman. All of you are just orphans. Get the fuck out. Like, he was a little he was a little bitch about everything. You better watch him out. And, uh, it's the only way I can fully context. Alright, what's going on in the story? Okay. So, go ahead. So, so Damien was, like, a, a little brat. And it's like, well, realistically, he would be if he had that kind of upbringing. Um, but over the years, Damien did get better, obviously. Was he an only child? Yeah. His mom didn't have any more illegitimate stolen sperm no. babies? No, but, like, despite him, like, calling out 
Tim and Dick and Batman, like, they all welcomed him in. Like, Nightwing and... Nightwing was basically, like, his, his best brother. Like, despite how Rob... Despite how Damien was, Nightwing was still accepting of Damien. There was actually a time when Batman was gone, and Dick Grayson had to become Batman, and so Damien was his Robin. Hmm. Um... But at this point, Damien is leading his own team of Teen Titans. He is a superhero. He's about 13 at this point. And he's not evil. He's not evil. How does his mom feel about that? Uh, you're going to find out in the story. Okay. Um, and of course, you know this is called Super Sons, so there's obviously another kid involved, and that's Superboy. Now, Superboy Whose is... Whose kid is that? He's uh, Superman's son. So Superman was kind of a little slut. <laughs> Superman? No, no, no. He's, he's Lois' son, too. Oh, I'm thinking of, okay. Yeah. I was thinking of Batman had no... Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be weird. slutting around. That'd be really weird if Batman had a super son. Um, I think that could be another comic, though. No, that'd be gross. Mm. No, because there's only, like, one girl Kryptonian, and she's, like, a teenager, so that's not how that works. But anyway, like, uh, John Kent is Superboy, and, like, it's really complicated with him because... In 2011, they rebooted DC Comics mm -hmm. to a point where they removed a lot of stuff. So Superman and Lois had been married. That was like, why do they think they could do that? Undo what everyone's been following? Because like for years and years. Because marriage makes people look old, according to DC editorial. Marriage happens and age happens. So all you kids, <laughs> your generation, grew up idolizing and now and you have these stories in your history yeah and now they yank it away so we're gonna make believe that didn't yeah because they want to sell it to new people that's gay so what's your language so like um they had reboots or man they undid the marriage uh was it annulled no that was a, they were like because they did this to spider-man too over at marvel too they don't divorce characters they just undo marriages like, universally. Like, like so, make-believe it didn't happen? Yeah. So, like, not only is Superman and Lois not married, they never were married. I don't like it. So, no one else did, to be honest with you. But, like, in 2014, they introduced, like, another universe where Superman and Lois were still married. It was like, it was like the reboot never happened in this other universe. So, due to certain events there, Superman and Lois and their infant son, John, came to... Like, the main world, the world that But they we... were not married. Huh? They weren't married? No, they were. Okay. What I'm saying is, like, there's Universe A, where Superman was rebooted and he's not married and he does have a kid. Okay. And then there's Universe B, where he's still married and he has a kid with Lois. So, the Universe B Superman family came over to A. Superman A was killed. Basically, it was a whole big excuse to shut people up about Superman and just bring back the Superman they remember. So, for all intents and purposes, Superman and Lois are back, and they have this kid. And through other story reasons, John Kent is now, I think, 11 years old. They had come to the universe 11 years prior, and just kind of, like, hid there. Um, so, John is, like, 11 years old. Lois and Superman are married. Other stuff happens, so it's reset so that everyone just remembers it that way. Mm -hmm. Like, it's actually pretty funny. When they tried to reboot Superman, they put him in a relationship with Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Well... They kind of always had a little thing. I mean, it would make sense. But, like, when they brought Superman and Lois into this world, and they kind of just combined uh, the histories of both worlds, they made it so everything that happened to Superman after the reboot still happened, but he was married to Lois and he had this kid. The only thing that didn't happen was him dating Wonder Woman. So, that, that way Superman's not a cheater. 
Right, God forbid he's a cheater. Yeah, I mean. he's Superman. He can't be a cheater. Hmm. Superman's that kind of character where it's like, you can't even have him like dodge taxes or anything, because he's just that good, you know? So what do you think happened when they decided, oh, this new plan of not being married and not doing the family thing and all that mm-hmm. isn't going over well for people? Are we losing interest? Are people losing interest in... I, I don't think it was a matter of people... forever. I don't think it was a matter of people losing interest. I think it was more like... Are you talking about, like, why they brought him back? Yeah, why did they decide to... I think they felt that more people were complaining about it than... <coughs> like, more people were complaining about new Superman than, like, liking him, basically. But, like, point is, we have Superboy here, and because he's the son of Superman, he's, like, the perfect kid. Like, when Superman tells him to do something, he's like, yes, sir. You should speak to me that way. You're not a sir. Yes, mother. But because it's also Superman's kid, um... Superman was, of course, raised on a farm, mm-hmm. so when John was, like, 11, they moved to a farm, and so he grew up on a farm just like Superman did, and it's great because he has, like, all of Superman's good morals, but he also has, like, Lois Lane's tenacity, because mm-hmm. Lois Lane is a reporter who will do anything to get the story and to get the truth, even if it means, like, putting herself in danger, and that's kind of how John is, too, so John got the best qualities of, of his parents, which made him a perfect, like, reflection for Damien. Who's like, well, my dad is Batman, who's crazy, and my mother is Talia, who's like a supervillain. So you put them together and you get like a, a, a good odd couple, basically. Mm-hmm. But at this point, um, Superboy and, and Robin have been working together for a little while. When they first met each other, they didn't like each other for obvious reasons, but they got used to each other. Um, at this point, they're both going to like the same kind of private school, I think, in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Um, it's in Metropolis. Is that near Gothstown? No. You know what's funny? Uh, Aquaman is from Maine. Really? Yeah. But uh, Superboy's like... Yeah, it's at uh, the West Reef High School. Or, not high school. It would have to be elementary, because they're not old enough to be... Elementary level. Yeah. But um, John is at school playing kickball. And Damien comes to school, and he flies in. You know how Batman and Bruce Wayne is, like, rich? Mm-hmm. So Damien always comes to school in a, in a helicopter. Every day? Yeah. He's only been there for about, like, uh, I want to say two weeks. But, uh, every... Is that, who's with him in that picture? Oh, so, this is Damien right down here. You can tell with his spiky hair. Mm-hmm. And then this is John. He wears glasses just like Superman did. Okay. So that way no one picks up that he's Superboy. Because that works. Yeah. Um... I mean, you wear glasses, and sometimes I'm not so sure who you really are. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, hmm, could he be someone else? He could be someone else. But, like, uh, what is it? Damien comes down in the helicopter, and, like, his... Batman's butler, uh, Alfred... Mm-hmm. Like, flew him there. And, uh, I like Alfred. Alfred's great. Alfred's, like, really sassy, too. It's great. He's, like, uh, it seems we don't have a hot LZ uh, once again. Like, a, a hot LZ, which is, like, a hot landing zone. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, making, like, kid jokes. And, uh, and, what is it? Damien's, like, I can hear the quotations in your voice, Pennyworth. Um, but what is it? They come to school, and Damien has, he, he gets off the helicopter, and John's there waiting for him. And Damien's, like, do you have to, like, wait for me every morning to get to school? He's like, dude, you come in in a helicopter. It's like, you can fly. And it's like, yeah, but it's a helicopter. Mm. How can I miss that? Um, I also should mention, because I forgot to bring up the writer of this, uh, this is written by uh, Pierre de Tomasi with art by Carlo uh, Barberi. How new is that story? Uh, this is actually pretty pretty new. I think I want to say like maybe two months ago it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is it? So Pierre de Tomasi, like, he wrote a Robin solo book. He wrote... Uh, the Superman series in which John became Superboy. So he has a real history with these characters. 
so he, he does a good job of running them. But they both go to their classes, and we see Talia is watching Damien from a rooftop. Wear her clothes. <laughs> you know. That's what she wears? <laughs> That's what she wears in this book. She's always changing. Is she at school? No, she's on a building across from the school. And you know it's a, like a really, like, high, uh, what is she's it? She's his mom, and she dresses like that? You know it's a high society school, because they have, like, uniforms, like ties and everything. But exactly. no, yeah, she, she dresses how she wants, like, in every book. She's usually in a desert, which is why she... And that's what she wears in the desert, too? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But I just thought it was a funny panel, because, like, you're just watching these two kids go to school, and then you flip the page, it's like, oh, okay. There's ha my mom. Half-naked genie woman's just watching you from across the street on a Let building. see it again. With, like, binoculars. Yeah. Why is she watching? Well, because Damien's her son. So, like, the way I would stalk you when you'd go to school? Yeah, except you're not, like, a criminal. No, not that you know of. Not that I know of. But she believes that Damien's wasting his potential. That's how she thinks about Damien. Because she's like, I put you with your father because you asked me to. Because you wanted to meet your father. I didn't yeah, want you to... Go to school. I didn't, yeah, I didn't want you going to school. I didn't want you becoming a superhero and like like giving up killing people. Doing good things. Yeah, like you're, you're, giving, up the, you're giving up the role I gave you, basically. Because... And that shows you that people view, or maybe not people, society, sure. is evil is viewed as power. Sure. It's like one of those uh, child beauty pageants. Doing bad things is powerful. Isn't that sick? I guess so. Don't you think doing good things and being a good person is more powerful? I mean, that's kind of what the point of the book is, I guess. Because Damien like, believes that. He's like, alright, Batman's right, Mom's wrong. But, um, what is, he's in class, and what's funny about Damien is because he's, he's so well taught, he's even smarter than the smartest kids in the school. Like, he's smart enough that he could work in college, basically. And he's only, like, 13. But it's funny because, like, the teacher is like, alright, did, uh, anyone do, like, the reading? Can anyone tell me about, like, the book that we went over? And everyone's quiet, and so Damien speaks up, and he's like, oh, it's about this, it's basically saying this, it's pretty easy, to be honest with you. And, uh, the teacher's like, Alright, see, now Damien here is doing the work. Now, because of this, the rest of you will have to do required reading, like, tonight. So and he gets beat up after school? No, everyone throws, like, paper balls and erases at him, and he just flicks them all away with a pencil. Being in his cocky. Yeah, in his cocky. Oh my god, is he cocky. Um, when he started his own Teen Titans team, he did it by kidnapping four, like, teenage superheroes, and he's like, you're all gonna be part of my team. And they're Whether like, you like it or not. Yeah, and then they're just like, you could have like asked us, dude. This was like unnecessary. <laughs> like they're all chained up and they're just like, dude, you could have called. You didn't have to kidnap us with gas and stuff. Um, but what was it? Superman, uh, John meets Damien uh, on like the, um, what do you call it? It's like a football field and they have the chairs. On the, on the stadium? Yeah, like on the... Bleachers. The bleachers. I, don't, I never went to those things. Um, <laughs> they're on the bleachers, and Damien's just like, what is it, John's like, yeah, I heard you got a bunch of your, like, fellow students, like, a bunch of extra homework, and Damien's like, yeah, they deserve it, they didn't do the reading. <laughs> and, um, John is like, why do you think our dads even do what they do? Everyone has something that makes them different worth protecting, and Damien's like, shut up. He's like, no, I'm tired of you acting like you're better than everyone else. And Damien's like, no, seriously, stop talking, I hear something. So they go under the bleachers, and John is like, I think it was just a squirrel. He's like, it wasn't a squirrel. And they go down there, 
And it's Talia, who's got Damien like, at, at sword point. Her own kid? Yeah. Really? Like, she's going to kill him? That's just bluff. It is and is she still half naked? Yeah. Hmm. She didn't even get dressed for it? No. So... That bothers me, because we both know she's not going to kill her own kid. Yeah. But, like, John is there, and uh, what is it? Damien's like, it's okay, John. It's just my mom. And, and this is the first time John is meeting Damien's mother. So he's just like, that's your mom? What are you talking about? And, uh, like, Damien does, like, this kind of kick that I could never do in my life, where he lifts his, he lifts his like, all the way across up his, like, back to kick her. That reminds me of a movie. But, like... Is that saying? Oh, um, Zohan? the Zohan, where he does the foot thing. Was that your foot? <laughs> yes, it was my foot. Did and you he, slap him with your foot? And then he turns him into a pretzel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I wish that movie was on Netflix or Hulu or something, but it's not. Um, but Talia's like, listen, Damien, I need your help on something, so I'm going to need you to be an assassin again. Uh, here's an assassin's outfit. And Damien's like, fuck, no. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be an assassin. And she's like, you'll make the right decision. And, and she's like, you are a weapon, Damien, one that I forged. You were, you were not meant to be kept in your scabbard, which is like the thing you hold the sword in. Mm -hmm. and, and John is just like, he's not a weapon, he's my friend. And she's like, does he have an off switch? <laughs> um, but she leaves him a sword and then Talia leaves. And w what I really like about this moment is like, Damien picks up the sword and breaks it over his knee. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like that is because in a lot of Batman stories, when Batman's fighting someone who has a rifle, he'll take the rifle and break it over his knee. Okay. So this is kind of like Damien's like assassin version of that, where he takes right. the sword and he breaks over his knee. What does what isn't cool is that he does it like three more times in this series. Mm -hmm. um, but the two of them walk out and they go. And to has he ever seen his father do that, or is that just a natural thing that he thought to do? You know, I I don't know. I don't think I he's think ever seen. I don't think he's ever seen it, but I feel like yeah, you're probably right. It is like a a genetic nod yeah. to his father. Um, I mean, he was trained by Batman as well, so it could have been one of those things. But like they get. They go back to their base, which is like an underwater base, and they get information from Talia. Uh, like they, I guess they tracked her um, jet plane that she flew in on, mm -hmm. and it still uses like old League of Assassin like coordinate systems that Damien is familiar with, so he can track down like where she had been and where she was gonna go. Mm -hmm. So they track it down back to Gotham City, to this uh, penthouse of like a drug salesman. Wow. Yeah. Is that um, like her boyfriend. No, it's more like, uh, Damien explains that, like, the League of Assassins broke up, and so she's, like, running low on money, mm -hmm. so she has to do some assassin jobs. Okay. So she was doing an assassin job for this drug uh, peddler, basically. Okay. Um, but they go to Gotham to this building. What's funny is that, like, she still has some ninjas that help her. So Superboy just approaches the ninja on this, uh, the, on the building. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, Superboy's still, re so, like, still new, and so this ninja doesn't know who he is. So the ninja tries to hit him with the sword, and it just breaks against Superboy's chest. And he hit him in the symbol. And Superboy's like, Batman was right. Everyone aims for that. Mm. Like, that's why Superboy's wear symbols, because, like, that's the most obvious place. That's a bullseye. Yeah, and what's funny is Batman has, like, you know, like, bulletproof costume. The most bulletproof part of Batman's costume is the symbol, because he knows people are going to shoot at it in the dead of night. Mm. So the ninja breaks his sword, and then uh, Damien lands on, the, on his other sword... <laughs> and he's like he dies no no he lands on the sword no not lands on the sword like dies i mean like his feet land on the sword oh. he's, he's like you see how he's like looming on the sword okay um he lands on the sword i'll get you doesn't that sound like that he lands on the sword <laughs> if this was jason that would probably happen um but he lands on the sword and he's like 
Hello again, Izar, because he like he trained some of these ninjas. Mm-hmm. Like Damon as like a ten year old trained some of these ninjas. Um he's like, I always said you were too distracted. And John asked him, like, Damien, like, how many people have you actually killed, by the way? And uh he's like Damien's like, Oh, don't be an Izar, pay attention. <laughs> so he's like referring him to the So you never answered that question. No. He just deflected it by making fun of a ninja that he trained. But, like, they go in, they fight some more ninjas, which, like, John is pretty happy to do, because, like, I've never fought ninjas. It's great. Being a superhero is, like, awesome. Only only being a superhero can you say you fought ninjas. Um, but, like, one of the ninjas, like, bows down to Damien, and he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to fight you. Like, you're our leader and stuff. Like, you, what is it? The bringer of blood, the hunter of men. The demon's son is a child with the demon's touch, carrying a million deaths in his hands. And then Damien just, like, kicks him across the room. He's like, you got the wrong guy. So, but he didn't fight him. No, he just kicked him. Just got him out of his way. Yeah, exactly. And that's that. That concerns John even more because he's like, these guys like see you as like their god or something. Mm-hmm. And John's like, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. All right, let's not, let's not go into that right now. Um, but they go onto the drug peddler's computer and they find that like this reporter has been following him and like trying to out him as being a drug dealer. And the reporter in question is Lois Lane, John's mother. Mm-hmm. So that's how we involve both moms in the story. Um, but like they're on their way to what is it? <coughs> they're on their way to Metropolis mm-hmm. because Lois has an interview with a former assistant of that drug peddler. Mm-hmm. So they're flying over there. Uh, Where are they flying? Well, Superman or Super Superboy is flying, and then Robin has kind of like a a hover uh, motorcycle, basically. It's safe. Sure. I bet. No helmet. No, no helmet. (laughs) That's what you're concerned about. No helmet. Um, But John gets on the phone with Lois to, like, stall her, basically, Mm -hmm. from going and doing this interview, because he knows Talia's after her. So Talia's been hired to kill Superboy's mom. Who hired her? Uh, The drug peddler. Because the drug peddler was like, hey, this reporter's trying to look into my finances and trying to out me as being a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to hire you to kill her. And, of course, Talia knew that, like, oh... This chick is the mother of Superboy, who's a friend of my son, Robin, so I'm going to get him involved and see if he wants to help me. Because I still believe he has a chance of being an assassin like me. So, they're flying over there, and John is like, oh, hey, Mom, uh, I think I just uh, butt-dialed you. And, and Damien's like, just keep her on call, I can track the phone, and we can find her. So, she keeps, he keeps him on the phone, like, she, he keeps her on the phone by being like, Hey, uh, did I tell you that I, um, <laughs> hey, where's the dish soap? And, and Lois is like, under the sink. And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, hey, did I tell you I memorized all of the state flowers? And like, he's just keeping her on the phone. Damien's like, all right, we got it. You can hang up. And he's like, uh, I gotta go, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Lois is there with this woman she's gonna interview. And she's like, I'm real sorry. My son gets nervous when he's left home alone. <laughs> Superman is off. Like, she had to have known something was... I think she was suspicious. Like, Lois Lane would be suspicious. Right. But, um, Talia is on a roof across from the coffee shop where Lois is, and she's got a sniper rifle. And she's like, well, well, Damien, I thought... Yep. Well, Damien, I thought you'd be here, but uh, I guess you're not, so I'm gonna just kill... (laughs) I'm just gonna kill this lady. And this is a really cool moment, so Talia shoots the bullet from the sniper, and you get, like, panel by panel the bullet coming to Lois... And then John, like, jumps in the way and catches the bullet. Does his mom even notice? No, because he's moving so fast. Like, she doesn't, like, she sees, like, a blur. And she's like, huh. I thought I said, I thought I saw something. That's weird. 
But um, it's just cool because like, John is just, like faster than a speeding bullet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a really cool, like, not Superman moment. Um, but even Talia's like, where'd my bullet go? Like, she didn't see, like, what happened to it. She's like, that's weird. Um, and she says, like, hey, on, like, the comp to the other ninjas, like, someone's deflected my bullet. Find them and kill them. Um, and that's when Damien shows up on the roof and the two of them have a fight. The mom and Damien? Yeah. Like a, like a fight. Like a fight. Not just words. No, like a fight. Like a real fight. So he hits his mother. Yeah. And she hits him. And they hit each other. And they stop hitting each other. Remember that time you hit me? No. Yeah, you knocked the wind out of me. Was it on that rooftop? No. When you tried to snipe another mom? And I was wearing clothing. <laughs> so... I snuck up on you and you hit me in the back and knocked the wind out of me. Well, I thought, I, I, thought, thought we were play fighting, I thought you but... were breaking in. I didn't know you were you. Right. Um, so, like, we go back to John, and he's like, he caught the bullet, but, like, it kind of burnt his hand a little bit, so he's like, oh, man, that hurt. Um, and then a bunch of ninjas show up from behind him, and he's like, oh, hey, guys, listen, I know you don't know who I am, but just know this, you're wasting your time, because you can't beat me. I'm, I'm Superman's son. But the ninjas start fighting him, and, like, some... He's getting a little cocky, huh? Yeah, but, like, a, a couple of pedestrians just see... These ninjas attacking some kid in a Superman shirt. And so they're like, oh my god, help! Like, call the police! These men are attacking this kid. And the kid is like... He's wearing, like, a Superman t-shirt? He's wearing, like, a Superman, like, hoodie kind of cape outfit. It's one of those things I wish was in stores, because I'd buy one. We can make you one. It's like a zip-up. I made you a Ninja Turtle costume once. We can make you one of those. So... You could work like that. <laughs> as a 23-year-old man. I mean... Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, whatever, sure. So John, I'll like, pick you up after people beat you up. So John is like, uh, no, get away! Like, I don't, I don't need help because they don't know he's Superboy. So he's like, if these people try and help me, they're gonna die too. So I have to fight off these ninjas, and like he breaks a sword in his hand and everything. It's really cool. Um, he's like, you know, this stuff never happens in Metropolis. Only in Gotham do ninjas attack random kids. Um, yeah, Damon and his mom are still fighting, and. Uh, Lois comes out of the coffee shop with her friend, and they see Superboy. And what's funny is that Lois knows that but, John. Lois knows that John is Superboy, right. obviously. Um, but the but she's trying to keep it a secret that Superboy is like Superman's son and stuff. Right. And you have this lady that Lois was interviewing, so Lois has to play it off like she doesn't know this kid, and John has to play it off like, oh yeah, I'm just you know. Uh, another so superhero. he knows that she would have to do that as well. Yeah, so they're both basically like playing dumb so that this lady doesn't catch on that they're like relatives. Right. So, so what is it? Lois is like, well, thanks for helping. Uh, you should probably get going. He's like, yeah, I should probably get going. Uh, I got stuff I got to do. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure your mom's very worried about you. And he's like, yep, yep, really worried. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really cute is like in... Uh, in the Superman movie from, like, the 80s with, like, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Um, there's a bit in there where Lois Lane in that movie asks Superman, like, who he really is. And Superman tells her, like, I'm a friend. And that's how that scene goes. Mm-hmm. In this book, when Lois Lane is like, so are you Superboy? And he's like, oh, no, I'm just, um, I'm just a friend. And he flies off. With like the, it was like a bunch of those ninjas. She, she asked him that in front of the person, she, in front of the other woman? Yeah. Because they were playing it off. Like, she okay. knew he wasn't going to answer. Like, oh, I'm John Kent, P.O. Box 15, whatever. <laughs> like, um, so he just set up a friend. Yeah. To kind of remind her of... Yeah, and to remind you, the reader, of like, oh, yeah, that one part from that movie. That was nice. Um, but while that cute... It's cute because, like, obviously Superman and Lois have to do that a lot of the time, too. Like, after Lois finds out, Superman is, is 
Clark Kent in public, they have to play it off like n- like neither of them know the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's just cute because it's the mother-son version of that. Right. So you have this really cute moment between a father, or sorry, between a mother and a son being played off of a mother-son fight on the rooftop that's mm-hmm. still happening. Um, what is it? So like, the fight continues on that rooftop and Damien seemingly wins and he tells her like, listen, I'm not going to be an assassin. I'm trying to be a superhero. I'm not going to join you. Like, whatever you think you designed me for, it, it's not going to happen. Like, father's all the family I need, and I have friends now. And she's like, they aren't friends, Damien. They're victims you simply don't know yet. That's sad. It is sad. <coughs> and, like, he cuts her in the cheek for that. And she's like, that was such a Batman move. Just to cut me in the cheek. You, you can't even kill me. Um, but she, like, gets the upper hand, kicks him away. And, and I, think, I think he broke another sword over his knee earlier. No, it was the sniper rifle. When he when he first attacked Talia, he took the sniper rifle and broke it over his knee. Because he really liked doing that move. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're fighting on the roof, and Talia gets the other hand, and she's trying to be like, this is also another great part, because she's trying to be like, your journey back to me will be long and difficult, but I will, and she's like, what? She looks up, and <coughs> Superboy drops that pile of ninjas on top of her. Oh, that was mean. Yeah, but it's just great, because she's trying to be like... <coughs> good mm-hmm. she's trying to be like all like mysterious and like talk down to Damien be condescending right. she's like one day you'll come back oh no and then a pile of people is just thrown on top yeah her people like she she isn't often embarrassed and that's why this moment is great so all these people are thrown on top of her and she kind of just leaves and uh Damien and John go back to the alleyway where he parked like his hover bike and uh he, he just flies off like, oh yeah, what is it? John is like, I'm gonna just fly home from here. Maybe keep an eye on Mom before she grounds me for the rest of the decade. And Robin's like, yeah, whatever. And he flies off. He's like, wow, he, he's such a grouch. I guess I'll fly away. But then Robin comes back. And he's like, just so you know, the things she trained me to do when I was a toddler. And, and John's like, dude, I know. All that blood, the people you hurt, it must have been hard to live with. And he's like, it is. And I'm not proud of it. I, I've learned I can, I can be better. And that whenever I am, my mom loses and my father wins. And, and, and John goes, hey, remember, you're making the choice, not them. The only one winning here is you. That's why we're pals. And the two of them like, go to walk off. And <laughs> John is like, so with all that training, you think you can teach me how to use a sword? And Damien's like, no. And he's like, come on, imagine how cool it would be if I could <coughs> use a sword. And Damien's like, tell you what, you teach me how to fly, I'll teach you how to use a sword. And he's like, dude, that's not fair. <laughs> um... But that, that is the parent trap from Super Sons. Uh, what did you think of the story, Mom? It's not what I expected. What did you expect? The parent trap. <laughs> the parent trap, both Robin and Superboy. Yeah, I expected it to be a way of one of them trying to get parents back together. Mm-hmm. Just because my mind goes back to that movie. Right. But it was good. Yeah. I don't like that his mom was naked. No. I don't like that she didn't accept that her son wanted to be better. Because mm-hmm. most moms want their children to be and do better than they did. Right, but from her her perspective, is like <coughs> her version of better is basically what she and what Rayshawn Gould did. Right. Yeah. Um, and some people live their whole life a certain way, and they don't know any other way. Yeah, exactly. Coming back to like real life. Right. Some people don't know how to embrace... Peace yeah, it, it's kind of like that crime boss mentality of like, 
if you if you're this is the born, way I'm still capable of love. Yeah, but, but we also do crime. Like, right. yeah. Um, did you like how there was kind of a reflection of like this is what Superman his this is what Superboy and his mom are. This is what Robin and his mom are. Yeah, like they're very different. And also at the end when he says, "My when I do this, my mom wins. When I do this, my dad wins." Yeah, coming from a a kid's point of view. Right. He. Because he's a kid, he picks sides. His right, and that's a natural feeling. Mm-hmm. But I think then he was kind of corrected, and that probably felt better to think, yeah, yeah. I guess this is about me now. It's exactly not really about which way my parents. And of course, about. John would tell him that because John isn't the <coughs> one whose parents are like on he different. He lives differently. Yeah, he's like like John's parents are still together. Exactly, and like again, Superman himself is one of those like one of the few characters that technically has like four parents because mm-hmm. he's got his alien parents who are gone, and he's got his human parents. So he would have a, a broader perspective on things. Um, but no, I, I really like the story. Um, I really like the art for it. I really like kind of the fight between Robin and Talia. Because, like, yeah, it's a fight between a mother and, do- or mother and son. And I've seen it enough times where it doesn't affect me the same way. Mm-hmm. But because of the dialogue and because how Talia really just wants to... Because, again, Talia is just like... My dream for you is to be better than I was. But not better in the sense of a better person, better in the sense of being better at what I do. Right. Um, and of course, Damien rejects that. And it's all, it's all the reason why when people like, don't like Damien, I'm like, guys, like, no, like, actually read the books, actually look into it. Because when Damien first shows up, again, he's a little brat. But if you stick with him, you actually see him grow like a child would. And, uh, but that's because you're the kind of person who's willing to give, to give the someone character another time. chance. Yeah. He, uh, like at the end of the day, he's still a Robin. And I still have that connection to that character. And uh, it was a really smart move to pair him up with Superboy because of how how kind of bleak Robin is compared to how optimistic Superboy is. It's the same reason Superman and Batman work so well in that context. Um, but yeah, that is uh, The Parent Trap from Super Sons. Uh, pretty good story. It's only two issues. If you want to look into it, I'd suggest it. It's still pretty recent. Uh, Mom, thanks for being on the show. Thanks. Come to uh, panelbyblogspot.com for everything I write. We're on panelbyblogspot.com for all the podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and we have stuff on YouTube, so you can check that out there. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.